hates it. No, I don't. It's just different. It's very different. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filters, a podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are. And that's why we like you. That's why we like you. Uh, it's been, you know, what we're we're gonna we're gonna do an episode today on from a uh, l- smaller growing distillery slash company called Bespoken Spirits. Uh, but before we talk about the whiskey, before we talk about anything, let's talk about a way you can uh, support us, and that is. Uh, by going to Apple or yeah, like Apple podcasts and leaving us a review Mm. and I'll explain why later this would mean a lot to us. Um, But that's one way you can support us. If you've been listening for a while and you really, you really feel like, man, I'm connected with these guys. I feel like I'm in the same room as them. Maybe that's an opportunity for you to get on Apple podcasts, whether you have an iPhone or an Apple device, I I can do it through my uh, iMac computer. Uh, But, um, (laughs) <laughs> Robbie's surprised that I have something <laughs> Apple, but um, but yeah, you can you can leave us a review and tell us how you feel. Um, and that's the business. Uh, here is the podcast. Robbie, how's it going? Well, I can say <clears throat> so. This is different. We record. We are recording on a Friday. Mm-hmm. It's three thirty Mountain Standard, mm-hmm. and i can tell cole you've got friday energy done with the week i kind of do but i've been done with the week from like from like earlier in the week and i'll just say it right now um i've 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 felt rough this week and and there's a no more good questions what's that did someone tell you your questions were no good my question. Oh yeah, they were like, because last week you're like, not I got great questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So okay, here's how it went. I randomly was on uh, the Apple Podcast uh, reviews for Chill Filtered, and we uh-huh. it was like six months ago, but we got a bad review. Oh, we did. I haven't even seen it, Steve. Yeah. No, it was totally Steve, and uh, oh. but like. Here's here's what happened, and yeah. here's how I see it. At first, I was like really hurt by it, and it basically said something along the lines of uh, inaccurate, and uh, you know, like, and basically someone who doesn't like. Uh, it was obvious that they don't like digressions, uh, but the real thing that really hurt me was like <laughs> they saying, don't like was, us. Yeah, yeah, they're not. We're not their podcast, and, <laughs> and stinks for them. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but but like, what hurt me the most was saying it, we were inaccurate. And I actually thought about it for a while and it's still like hurt nonetheless, but I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Earlier episodes were somewhat inaccurate and I was doing my best um, to do the history. Uh, But I do realize looking back that there were some things I just made assumptions on. Uh, For example, I believe one thing that I said on the podcast and I might be wrong that I ever said on the podcast, but one thing I used to believe was that there were, you know, there there's talk of, three basic types of um you know i read one place that there were like three basic types of uh mash bills for bourbon there is a traditional there is a high rye and there is a weeded uh and so what i considered at the time was a traditional was a mixture of uh i basically forgot about barley malted barley and said that um a tradi- or a weeded bourbon has more wheat than rye. Not the case. I mean, it is the case, but like weeded bourbons typically don't have rye at all. Like it's wheat, rye, and corn, and uh, not in that order, uh, and stuff like that. Like where I realized, like I probably assumed things wrong, and I like get that, and like I like to be very accurate with what I say, and I like to even preface things with, you know, I don't know the answer to this one but here's what I believe it is. Uh, but back in that day, like in the earlier episodes, probably like episodes one through 20 or so, I was running off the knowledge I had from uh, writing a blog as well as writing uh, or working at that bar in uh, downtown Richmond. And 
certain things I, 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 I do look back and I'm like, Ooh, I didn't, didn't see that. <laughs> and like, and I should have corrected that one. Uh, and that's the hard thing is that some people, when they join or listen to a podcast, they start from episode one thinking it's like a season thing of like, or like even just like, yeah, I'm just going to pick it up from the beginning. And, and I don't think that's what you want to do anymore uh, with at least Jill filtered. I would say pick up right around episode 81. Uh, it's a great, uh, great part of our transition at Chill Filter. But if you want to pick up, you know, a little earlier than that, just know that there are some inaccuracies. That being said, I, I kind of just like was hurt by that this whole week. Like, and I couldn't get over it. And, um, and, and he said a few other things that were like, he's like, obviously this, all these other reviews are from like friends and family. And I'm not even going to go into that because, like, <laughs> it just seemed like he was, like, really butthurt for some reason. Like, that uh, <laughs> he was, like, yeah, he just didn't like us. And, and like, I am mostly okay when I'm, like, oh, that guy doesn't like me. That's fine. But for some reason, this one kind of stuck mean. with me. So that's kind of the the guide of my week. And I don't want to dwell in that. I don't want to wallow in that. I don't want to, like uh like let myself stew in that but for some reason it was hard to get over this week so yeah, i can hear it in your voice yeah um, and I'm, it's been a it's been a whole week of work and i just got off on friday so that is one thing but yeah i was like feeling it well, this week so i was unaware of this um i think one big thing about our show is that mm-hmm. uh, i am not the smartest one in the room we rely on you We're to not do in the that. same room we rely <laughs> God, I'm by myself. <laughs> I am not the smartest one in the lob in the wherever we're at. The this video, video session. The stream lab. The stream. Uh, uh and I rely on you for that. And you let mm. me down. I let you down. I'm, I am mad at you. Yeah. For me shame, too. Cole. I know. Oh, and I look back and I'm like, you know, I wish maybe in our <laughs> maybe on episode one, we should change the description to say like, hey, if you're starting from episode one, be prepared that like we hit our groove later and yeah. especially accuracy wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't who cares. I don't care about the accuracy because here's the thing. You do a good mm-hmm. job. You're like, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you know, I think you're a good learner and you are humble and like oftentimes in. uh Gosh, we our f- favorite listeners will correct you all the time. Yeah, yeah, and they're great. Yeah, and you're fine. And with I'm that. not hurt so, by them. Yeah, I'll let it go, man. Who cares? You know, Who cares? Is, it was six months ago. We've but said this. Cole, here's, if, here's a reason that our 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 diehard listeners can maybe leave a review on Apple Podcasts because um, we need to hear the good voices as well as the bad voices. I'm not against. I've even looked at some other whiskey podcasts, and some have bad reviews uh including like the podcast which i'm like how would they have a bad review like it's just Uh, amazing um yeah some ingredients just don't go together some ingredients don't just go together you know what i'm saying what up (laughs) no but he always goes together so Uh, the grease is always whatever (laughs) are you entry Ah. buzzing no no i'm too bad i was a no i got we're drinking a lot of whiskey today, so I was like, I don't. And plus, that's true. I gotta. I might have to drive somewhere afterwards. Ah. I'm making. So I. Oh, I'm so bummed. So I mm-hmm. start. I am on the quest to make the best pizza, not just at home, but like the nice. best homemade pizza. So um, I'm sure you have a pizza stone. I do have a pizza stone. I yeah. this summer. I, I think I might try to build like a brick pizza oven. I, there's videos on youtube that are amazing yes, where people I've like build people these dome ones and stuff yeah and i but that's my one thing i'm missing is a good pizza oven but the, the, the pizza itself i am missing mm-hmm. a really great crust and so i'm trying a new thing last night where it's just like a no need 18 hour uh, rising and I don't have any mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella. Yeah, my son. Oh, I'm so disappointed because Mars like I'll shred the cheese while you're uh, oh, on the podcast. Hurts. And went to go get it, and I was like, don't have any. So, so do you buy it in like um, fresh mozzarella, like like balls? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, I 
so if you make if, like you do like neapolitan you yeah. want to do that mm-hmm. which is the only pizza in my book or at least like the best by far yeah okay no you're wrong uh no i uh, the best is a uh, low what is it low moisture so just get like a low moisture mozzarella um similar to, like what a cheese stick is yeah, made yeah. out of mm-hmm. string cheese so we use, that's what i use and i make my own sauce and nice. out of uh, like what so what's your base of the sauce do you start with like uh, tomatoes a can of whole san marzanos oh san marzano you gotcha yeah, that's so. that's almost as good as like actually having like yes. tomatoes well this the plant this i did my tomatoes did not work this summer it Ooh. i like it was so it was too hot and boisy for them Gee. ever to ripen so i just had green tomatoes all summer all right. long yeah did, did i tell you i planted uh on a side note i uh planted peppers and tomatoes in my uh right now they're growing in my closet with a with a grow light <laughs> light but i'm excited and i actually did not only peppers but tomatoes this year uh, nice. so i had some beef steakies and some um like plum style san marzano style ones as well so nice yeah, yeah. but go on robbie no, that's about it. So yeah, uh, not entry buzzing. Oh no, it's been pretty good. It's been an okay week. Uh, mm. I don't know, nothing too special. Went to the, we went up to Chelsea's our friends. Oh, we already recorded. We already talked about this. We recorded it after we came back, didn't we? Did we record Sunday? I don't even remember. I don't remember either. No, we didn't. We recorded well, midweek. Yeah, and like a okay. Tuesday or something. So it's oh, been that's right. A week we recorded. And a half. Yeah. We did Pendleton. Blah! Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we went and celebrated Amara's birthday at our friend's cabin. Had a lot of fun. Went to the hot springs. And was Amara just loving her birthday? Big 12? 12 is a big deal. It is. Well, she's going to be, I mean, it's hard to say. She's like still, like 13 is like, yeah, you're not a little kid. But she's not a kid anymore. She pretty much is. So hold on to that. So the funny thing is we celebrated Friday night with Chelsea's family. Then we went to Mm -hmm. the cabin on Saturday. And then on Sunday, my mom came over, which was Mara's actual birthday. And we celebrated her. So Saturday or Sunday morning, I go, Finley, do you know what day it is? And she goes, what? And I go, it's Mara's birthday. And she goes, again? Like with (laughs) just complete disdain of like, we're celebrating her too much. Yeah. Like, why don't I get three birthdays? (sighs) So Cole, I I got bad news. We gave Mara, we gave Mara her uh, birthday gift. Mm-hmm. We told her about it, and it's like the whole family's everyone's birthday gift. It's a trip to Mexico, uh huh. Which means we're not going to be coming out to Virginia this no! year. No, oh, that's too bad. What part you of know, Mexico? Uh, we're going to go to an all-inclusive in Cancun. So nice. Yeah. So it'll be nice, and we're excited. Just shoot my brains out over here. Jeez. <laughs> well, it's okay. If, it's okay. Yeah, and then you'll get, you'll get a review from that same guy. He didn't even really shoot his brains out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so inaccurate. Every episode is <laughs> inaccurate. You know? so, anyway, how are you doing besides being you know tired and, and depressed that you're not visiting me? But it's okay. you got work, you got your work clothes on still. I do. Yeah. So you today I was planning on getting home. I I started recording at five thirty ish. Uh, but I was planning on getting home at 4.45, but there was mm-hmm. massive, the worst traffic I've ever seen coming home from my new job. Uh, it took me an hour to get home when normally it's like 25, 28 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like got home, prepped the, you know, studio basically and grabbed an entry buzz and started up basically. Luckily, I don't, I didn't need to write the history this week. Uh, bespoken spirits uh, answered a lot of our questions. So I'm just going to read through a lot of them today, but it's actually really good answers better than probably any answers we've got in terms of text. Do you know why? Do you know why they were such good answers? Why is that? Because you asked such good questions. Yes. (laughs) I have good questions. I pride myself on having a friend who asks the best questions. You're like, well, worst case scenario, Cole, my good friend asks Great questions. <laughs> so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't have to prepare much, uh, which was great. And then I have my whole setup in front of me. But, yeah, I'm just trying to keep the energy up. <laughs> I Let's think. I Otherwise, really? I got a bonus. Uh, so, that bonus paid bonus. out this week uh, that I was talking about. So, that's always good news. And, um yeah, just figuring out. Uh, my parents are visiting in a few weeks. 
Ugh, bad news. No, actually, they're actually coming to Cancun with us. They're going to, everyone's skipping yeah. Virginia and going to Cancun. <laughs> Dude, I would actually be mad if that were the case. I'd be like, all right, that's it. Robbie. No. <laughs> um, Jetson. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what are we at? We're at like, yeah, we're doing good over time. Take but let's, uh, let's, yeah, everyone knows how I feel right now. And I feel like everyone knows how you feel right now. Like you don't like coal. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, let's end a little bit early this week. We are drinking two separate pours today, so we want to keep it a little short. Uh, so we'll send it to break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about bespoken spirits and the pours we're drinking today. So we'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> and uh, thanks for those who are who are uh, viewing us on YouTube. Whoa. We're Hello, starting to. Dudes. I I feel like our podcast presence is still strong, uh, but I'm hoping some people will switch over to the YouTube presence. And uh, but like keep keep with doing what you're doing. Do whatever you want, listeners slash viewers. Uh, we're okay. We'll build ourselves up on YouTube as well. And we don't we don't get like too many views yet, but like we've been doing 190 plus episodes just podcasts. So, or yeah. at least I, here's the thing: I don't there. think visually we have we're much to look at. Not just like that's not. So just you like don't a, think I'm beautiful? No, I'm just saying like the show itself is like, hey, it's just a couple of talking heads. So yeah, but I feel like I, there's I some animation to it all. Remember to be I, I did I did I did a crazy zoom. When yeah, we were true. back, and yeah. everybody, everybody's probably like losing their minds. They're like, "Wow!" <laughs> Zoom in to Robbie's face. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is our first episode regarding um, bespoken spirits. And so, bespoken reached out to us, and uh, and we're grateful to take their whiskey and review their whiskey. And they sent us two samples, uh, not two mm-hmm. samples, like two half bottles. So yeah. uh, we got their uh, Bespoken Spirits uh, Straight Bourbon, which is uh, at least two years. Uh, and I'm trying to see. Yeah. Yeah. 24 months at least, as they okay. say, which makes a straight bourbon. And then they also sent us a rye that was aged quite a bit less. The crazy thing is the rye is pretty dark. And so we'll go into that a little bit. Uh, The rye is only three months old at the minimum, Um, but we'll go into why a little bit of why they're a little darker than you would expect for a three month rye. But anyway, so I reached out to yeah. Go ahead. Drink it. Let's drink as we do this. Let's should we crack into one of these as we're talking here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I'll do that while I'm reading the history. Well, I'm gonna start. Okay, you do it. I, don't have, I haven't had my entry buzz, so I'm gonna. What do you? Well, bit. start with the rye first. Let's do that. The rye. First. Okay. Yeah. Rye not. <laughs> Roro. Hopefully, it doesn't go awry. You know what I'm saying? Um. Anyway, so I reached out and asked some good questions to Bespoken Spirits, mm, and they answered some questions. good answers. So, uh, here are the good questions and the good answers. So, I'm gonna read this from my phone because they emailed it to us. So I reached out to Caitlin, uh, who is a, uh, like, it, I believe in the marketing side of Bespoken. Uh, and I asked her, what inspired Bespoken Spirits to even exist? And she said, founders Stu Aaron and Martin Janosek have been friends for the last 15 years. They first met at a clean tech company called Bloom Energy. Martin is a material scientist by training, a foodie and fine beverage aficionado by passion. Stu, on the other hand, is a serial entrepreneur and has more of a everyman's palate, but they both love good whiskey. In 2017, Martin was part of a wine and whiskey club and got to talking with his friends, wondering why they had to wait years for a quality spirit to come along and what science could possibly explain why a 15-year-old whiskey was worth so much more than a 12-year-old whiskey. He didn't understand why it had to be that way. So, like any good scientist, he started reading and tinkering and inventing. 
It was in his garage that he created the proprietary technology that would soon become the core of bespoken spirits. Along the way, he mentioned the idea to Stu, who fell in love with him. They started the company Wait, in 2018. Did you say fell in love with it or him? Fell in love with it. Okay. That yeah. changes the story quite a bit. No, you never know. I mean, I'm not against that. You know, <laughs> I know you, fine. You, just, Stu just... and Martin. Um, they started the company in 2018 with the mission to take craft and creativity and flavor experiences to new heights while lowering the environmental footprint through precision craft maturation. Uh, next question I asked, uh, what's the goal of the product? Is that goal going to change over time? Uh, by using craft maturation, Bespoken achieves its goal of elevating a spirit's flavor profile by pinpointing the specific flavors customers want and offering a variety of bespoke expressions that are perfect for both the whiskey enthusiasts and the whiskey curious. I like that answer. So I'm curious about this maturation. Um, and I, the next question I ask, I see they are sourced slash distilled from Indiana. Do you have any comments on that? And they said, as Bespoken Spirit's sole focus is craft maturation, the team sources <laughs> starting spirits from the industry's best suppliers. MBHP is one, but they also source from others. For example, their rum was distilled at a craft distiller in Southern California. So they also do other spirits besides whiskey. Uh, and the next question, the next good question I asked was, what is something that makes Bespoken Spirits unique? And they gave a two-part answer. <clears throat> they said, Bespoken is different from anything you've seen or tasted, thanks to a refined yet creative approach, one that aligns purpose with passion amongst the company's founders and sourcing partners. The team works from the ground up, thanks to a proprietary process that allows them to pinpoint specific flavor profiles they want first versus the other way around. What Bespoken calls craft maturation allows a hand-selected cultivar of bespoke flavors to erupt within each bottle while using less wood, water, and energy than any whisker, whiskey ever whisker. has before. Whisker ever has before. Uh, second answer is sustainability is at the forefront of what Bespoken Spirits does thanks to a proprietary system that uses less than 3% of the wood, 1% of the energy, and a fraction of the water required uh, by traditional barrel aging. Simply put, the team doesn't use barrels in the traditional way, and because of that, they also don't lose 20% of the product to evaporation, a crazy industry standard that's been accepted amongst competitors thanks to a process that hasn't been innovated until now. Whoa! This emphasis on taste... <clears throat> Product and value is a better whiskey for you and the planet. I like that. We'll see okay. how it tastes. Yeah. But, and we would like to be objective, but also nice, but objective. Uh, <laughs> it the, stinks. The fifth question that I no, so goodly asked was what is something you guys are proud of beyond, or so that you guys are proud of <clears throat> about the products? They said, be spoken has won 74 medals in just two years of eligibility, including double gold medals and category winners at the 2020 San Francisco World Spirits Competition, New York World and Wine Spirits Competition, World Whiskey Awards, and others. Winning independent blind tastings proves that Bespoken's Spirits' innovative model for precisely tailoring the aroma, color, and taste of a spirit works. To have validation like category winner from the World Whiskey Awards, Whiskey's Awards shows that distillers can mature premium spirits in a matter of days, not years. So that's a bold statement that they age in a matter of days. And I asked uh, any upcoming special projects. Uh, they said the company is excited to announce a few more award-winning spirits they plan to add to their roster in the future, but can't share any more details than that. And then my last question, which they had a few answers, I asked any unique details on the rye or straight bourbon uh, would be super appreciated. Not a question, but it's still a good <laughs> demand. Not a question. So, oh, you're the best demander. So I'm actually gonna. Um, if you were a girl, your name would be Demanda. Actually, that's it's funny you mentioned that, and I'm gonna 
digress for a moment. No, my whoa, sister. Whoa, 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 he he doesn't like digressions. That's right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta please Steve. Stick to the facts, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Stick no. to the facts every day. Um, my sister's name is Amanda, and she changed her name on like social media to <clears throat> Demanda. Oh. Uh, literally, like actually, like you just said. And she changed her name to Demanda. And I asked her why. And she said, so that when she applies for jobs, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh so hard. When she applies for jobs that they won't find her on social media and then judge her and not give her the job. Gotcha. So I love you, Amanda. Happy birthday. We're recording the day before your 33rd birthday. So shout out to Amanda Seabold, or should I say Demanda uh, so they gave some um, rye tasting notes, and I don't know if I'm going to dig into it too much. Uh, I'm going to skip the tasting notes, but I'm going to get into the details. <clears throat> so they said the rye is a Swiss Army knife of American whiskey, ideal for industrious bourbon drinkers looking to venture into a new category, balanced and interesting, with a robust, robust char oak frame bolted to a splice or a spice rye chassis. I like that. Uh, category winner at the 2021 World Whiskey Awards and the 2021 New York World Wine and Spirits Competition double gold winner. Bespoken Rye resonates with the finest palates in premium whiskey. Alcohol by volume is 50%, hunter proof. Uh, mash bill is 95% rye, 5% malted barley, which matches uh, MGP. I'm going to skip their tasting notes that they gave and I'm gonna go on to the bourbon. They said, Bespoken Straight Bourbon is the newest expression in our award-winning collection, aged in new charred American oak for two years in the heartland of American whiskey. Our straight bourbon marries the best of heritage and craft maturation. The most discerning palates in spirits agree. Uh, Bespoken Straight Bourbon took home double gold at the 2021 San Francisco World Spirits Competition an honor awarded to entries that receive gold medal by all judging panel members. Uh, we've talked about San Francisco World Spirits Competition, but I won't remind our listeners of what we decided <laughs> on that for now. Uh, the alcohol content is 94 proof, and the mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Let's drink this, shall we? Okay, Shout out to happen. Joshua Weissman, who is on YouTube who always says, let's do this, shall we? He's one that cooks and talks. Yeah, no he does that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give a cork pop. And today is one of the only days we could ever do a double cork pop. So close your cork. We're going to do a double cork pop. That's what my mom used to always tell me. Close yeah. your cork. One, Close your cork, boy. Ooh, All right, one, two. No, no, go on three. trois. 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 Ooh, yours is good. Ooh, interesting nose. Okay. Oh, wrong. The container. first notes I got off the nose were proprietary yeah, and maturation. Super proprietary. Yeah. I got a poor no, um, <clears throat> I get a lot of, it's really spicy for sure. Um, yeah. But pepper, like it's peppery. Really? And apple y. It's like when you were a little kid and you used to take apple slices and dip them into a can of pe uh, pepper, a bowl of pepper, and it would just yeah. oh, yeah. like like coarse ground pepper too. Yes, yeah, and just and then crunch on it like yeah. apples crunchy, pepper, yeah, yeah. It's basically apple like, pepper, yeah, the old pepper apple, pepper apple. So pepper and you see that show? <clears throat> Sounds familiar. It was probably way before your time, or way after your time. Because you're 41. <laughs> that's, why I'm not, that's why I'm not coming to Virginia. Yeah. Old cracks like that. <clears throat> this is... Okay. Good notes. A little bit of fruity. Um, you're not getting apple at all? I'm getting a little bit of apple. Okay. But I'm getting a little bit of plastic. Interesting. Oh. But it's not like overwhelming, and it's not a turnoff. It's just one I'll note tell that Heather I got. that. Yeah. She's like, you're like, keep the plastic away from coal. It's a turnoff. <laughs> it's a bit of a turnoff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, There's like sharp raspberry notes a little bit. Um, 
not your average berry notes, but like a sharp, almost sour. Um, the average berries sour, taste yeah. like average berry. And the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. These kind of smell like schnozberries. Speaking of schnoz, uh, my good friend Chris Kelpin randomly was like, hey, speaking of podcasts, show me that nose hair plucker you were yeah. talking about. So, spreading the word. Spreading the word. Spreading the... And after you pluck, you take the hairs out and you spread, and you the spread hairs them around. across the country. Yeah. So, yeah. what did you think of the palette? Because I'll, I'll tell I'll tell my side before we get it. Actually, <clears throat> so this actually for three months has notes of that candy I'm looking for in a rye. Okay, it's not overpowered by candy notes, but it, that's one thing I can give it is like, hey, I've never had a three month old rye that actually brought candy notes. Uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't taste three months. It doesn't taste 12 years, um, but somewhere in the middle of that. So that's the good news is that the age and the maturation, as they mentioned many times from the proprietary uh, does. Yeah. From the proprietary method. maturation uh, does bring out something of a nice sweetness, a nice hard candiness, which I love in a rhyme. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Um, I'm not digging it too much. Mm-hmm. I get pepper, a mint, and usually I like mint, but then there's also this bitterness that I'm getting. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's not super sweet. I mean, it's not really even sweet to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not huge on sweet, but I do want it to have some sweetness to it. So totally. are you getting any bitterness? Sweet. I'm not getting bitterness, but I am getting... Yeah. It's interesting because normally I would say, like, if I have a three-month-old rye, I'd be like, this actually tastes young, which isn't always a good thing. In fact, mm-hmm. most of the time it isn't. This doesn't exactly taste young. It just has something else to it. And I can't put my finger on it yet. But I'm with you on a little bit of peppery. Mm-hmm. Um, let, me, let me taste this again. There's a little bit of plasticiness. Um, but it's actually like drinkable. Mm-hmm. no like i mean i could see i don't i don't like most people might be listening and be like like cole hates it no i don't it's just different it's very different <laughs> no i don't no i don't <laughs> sounds yeah. like one of your daughters oh uh, yeah i'm uh i'm not i'm not digging it yet but we i'm very see. curious though about the bourbon i well you know Corns. All right, got water or here. Should you say like... corns? Huh? Bourbon corn instead of course. Okay. Was, You're like, was yeah, a, sure, sure, it sure, was, sure. It was a two-step process to get there, but I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, it was um, bad. I'm working on my dad jokes. When you're 41, you've got yeah. them in the bag. All yeah. right. Um, I like this. Man. I'm getting a little bit of sweetness with this now. I like it a little better with the water. Mm-hmm. Still slight bitterness. Um, more of like a berry kind of a sweetness to it. Minty little that mint is still there, not as pronounced though. Yeah, I'm with you on the mint. It's it's not anywhere near what we were getting from like um, the only like it was only about two years was the um, rye from. Oh crap! What's the name of it? Uh, uh, Broken Barrel. No, the one in Wisconsin uh, in Baraboo. Um, Baraboo. I forget. Oh, Driftless Glen. Not even close to what Driftless Glen can bring in terms of that candy and and minty and like cedary. It's good. I mean, it's. <clears throat> So I don't like. I prefer this to uh, what we drank last week. The absolutely. Um, <laughs> I know you. This would, is, yeah. This is not getting a sub two for me. So mm-hmm. all right, I dropped ice. We got to. We got to move a little. Remember, we got two. Yeah. We got to move a little more quickly here, Cole. That's true. Give Drop it the program. It a cube. Hey, bus driver. Drop, Drop that, that cube. cube. <sighs> Ooh, good nose. A little more sweet, a little more candy. Uh, on there. Yeah. But faint for me. You know, it's interesting. I You rarely drink a three-month rye. And normally when I drink a three-month rye, I'm like, 
I don't think that about this. I'll be honest. I'll be um, honest. I think my, my cube might be too big, but I'm not getting any of that bitterness now. But I'm not nice. really getting a lot to stand out. So Yeah. Yeah, on the palate, yeah. on the it kind of brings out some of that youth on the palate, to be honest. Things that I don't love, like kind of a uh, the oakiness is interesting and almost like a small barrel taste, which I didn't get from the first. I didn't strongly get from the first two sips or the first two pours. Yeah. Um, I don't like it with ice too much. I'd say the best is right between neat and water. Yeah. I think I thought water was the, the best to moi. Man, my French There's is a little bit of a soapiness. Which I've talked okay. about in the past with what I get from small barrels. All well, right. Should we rate it or should we move on to the bourbon and then rate it? Uh, let's rate it and then move. Qu- let's. I, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Efficiency. We're going to cork pop. Yep. Rate. Then move. Move. Cork pop. Rate. Move. All right. Ready for the cork pop? On. Do. Twa. Is this the first time you've opened it? No, I opened it a little bit ago. Oh, gotcha. Much better like, nose on the bird. Then you were you were like uh, double cork pops, and I was like, "Oh, so beautiful, double cork pops <laughs> all the way." <laughs> it means <All> right. something. <laughs> uh, okay, so rate the rye. Shout out to those who understood what we were just saying. Chocolate. How did chocolate rain go? Chocolate rain. (laughs) (laughs) Say it loud and they'll call you insane. Chocolate rain. (laughs) So good. Uh, Want to touch the hiney? Um, So, right. Well, hold on. Okay, yeah. Very different nose. Very different whiskey. So, uh, rye rating. Um, I'm not a huge fan of. Like, honestly, Mm. I don't think i would pick up the bottle um it is interesting i think it's it'd be kind of fun it's a fun thing to have be like because it is for mm-hmm. what it's aged it's definitely better than what you find other places. totally for a three um, month at least yeah if you like pepper it's gonna be your rye it's got I a good spiciness what, to it i guess i didn't get the prices on these but let's assume oh, yeah. they're really cheap and really ready to just buy if they were cheap and readily available i think you could keep a bottle on the shelf yeah especially like if you like mint and rye and not mint, mm. mint and pepper. And so. let's just say, let's just say these half bottles are worth twenty bucks. If you like the lowest priced, somewhat candy note on a rye, this is your this is your rye. Okay, uh, um, I'm gonna give it a six point four though. I I'm would, gonna give I would 7. drink it. Two. Go ahead. I, yeah, I would drink it, but uh, it's not. I'm not gonna look for it probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I am intrigued by the nose on the bird. Yes. Caramely in a very interesting way. Like I mentioned last week, uh, the like Starbucks caramel syrup you could add to your coffee. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. sort of along those Pretty lines good. a little bit, but like in a more balanced way, I guess. It's definitely, I can see that it's like a soft caramel, mm. really. It's interesting. Like a butterscotchy caramel almost, too. Like a, almost butterscotch on the nose. There's a smokiness to this. It's interesting. And I'm super curious what their proprietary maturation process is. If I were to create a proprietary maturation process that, like, speed ages whiskey. Oh, please wash your hands before you do. You just picked your nose. Go! Now, rim doesn't count. Unless yeah, it doesn't count. That's the rule on this <laughs> podcast. Rim doesn't count. But um, you know how like we smoke meat with pellets? Mm-hmm. We're smoking meats. Smoking them meats. Smoking Sweet these meats. Rays. Yeah. Smoking meats like a brisket. Anyway, many YouTube illusions today. Um, if I were to if I were to speed age, I would use pellets. And like charred pellets. That's what I would do. And like swirl mm. it all around and stuff like that. Owl pellets. But I don't think I would do that. Or rabbit pellets. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, there is a smokiness to this, though. 
Similar um, to smoked <clears throat> pellets. I get I get a nice, real nice mouthfeel on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to describe it apparently because I don't. I got to go for another sip to figure it out. Interesting <laughs> second. So it's interesting because the second sip was very much different and not as pleasant. Um. Yeah, I got a lot of smoky notes on the first one, but on the second There's... one, I got kind of a bitterness. I get a little bitterness. I get. Mm-hmm. I can see the smoke. Um, sweetness is a little lacking, though. There's, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. That's true. It is a little more savory than sweet. On this oh, one. good call. Yes. There is like, <sighs> it's interesting. Like there are caramely notes. There are smoky notes. There are bourbon notes. <clears throat> I mean, it's definitely bourbon in my opinion. There is. But it's buttery a little bit too. Yeah. A nose. I like the nose a lot. Butterscotchy, mm. caramely, mm. delicious. But a little bit of uh, the smoke is, I don't know if it's just because I drank some of it, but the smoke is coming up. On the nose with the water here to me. And it's like the butterscotch is intensified. I like that. This yeah. this has a really good nose. I do like the nose on this a lot. The finish had butterscotch. And I think the finish was actually the best part with the water. was the, so far the best part. Mm. Uh, was yeah, a little bit of butterscotchy on the end. Water kind of killed the awesome mouthfeel. Yeah. Um, yeah, smoky. It's a little bit smoky, I think. If uh, oh, a little razzle dazzle over there. Yeah, putting I on the Ritz, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what's funny? Finley likes uh, peanut butter lollipops. So you just take a spoon, put it in the peanut butter with a Ritz cracker stuck to it. You got to put on that Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh-huh. And I hope I can share that with I'm my gonna... daughter. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag putting on the Ritz. New yeah. favorite snack. I'm gonna start calling it that. Mark, you Finley, should. Finley, you want to put on the Ritz? You're like that, 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 putting on the Ritz. Now I gotta go to the bathroom. Take it, putting on. Take. And that's why we're rated explicit. That was probably because there are reference to a potentially. Not even offensive, but potentially explicit word. No, no, I was gonna say schwitz. I was sweating. Oh, I go to the bathroom and dab me. myself off. Yeah. Silly me, putting on the schwitz. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. What is going on? I think my favorite comment we had this week was from Miles. He's like, "Worst episode ever." Yeah, <laughs> you know when you're talking about. It, Miles Ferguson's depression music. It's, it's like the best the part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. He shared with us the actual it was ours was the oh. band name. And I forget what the actual song name was. I like that last drink I had. Water gave it a little time, did a bit nice uh spin jay, mm. little mat job on it, a little swirly poo, and oh. it actually it uh I'm with you. It was getting a little more corn on it. Best so, port sweeter. So if you get yet. this, spin the crud out of it. Yeah. Take that ice. Tell your bus driver to throw that ice in there. Yeah, to drop that to... ice in there. Ooh. Robbie. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, he dropped it right in. Right in. In that Glen Karen, or not that Glen Karen, that Waterford glass. Waterford, hit us up. We'd mm-hmm. love to drink from more of your glasses. They're either Irish or English. British, I think you know. I think English. I want to say they might be Irish. Also, Waterford, you're in Great Britain. If you know the guys at British Knights Shoes, we'll take a sponsorship. Yeah, we need more sponsorship. Did, if you own a ever, business and you want it repped on our podcast, hit us up. We rep the crap out of lots of things that we're not sponsored by. Yeah, Bush's um, baked beans. Uh, solo chef. stoves, camp chef, and that weird back thing you were talking about. Chirp wheel. And 
can't remember the name of the thing, but the nose hair plucker. Mm-hmm. We got we got to figure. I got it. Yeah. Go I... buy one of buy one of each thing from there and tell them Chill Filtered sent you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we'll be like, what? What's? Why am I hearing so much for Chill Filter? We should pay those guys, um, especially Bush's baked beans. We make we basically bring in half their profit. So I would think so. Yeah. I know. Every time I mention it on the podcast, I go out and buy two cans. Yeah. Well, four for me. This is not the same can I keep at the desk all the time. This is yeah, a new can every he's week. He's eating a can after every episode, just, if not more than that. So, just, And then he'll buy another one. Yeah. You so know, we, shout we out drink, to Bush's Baked Beans. We drink neat. We drink water. We drink ice. And then I have my Bush's Baked Bean Chaser. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just thinking of adding a fourth pour. How does it, it taste with Bush's baked beans in it? A little bean teeny. Yeah, like four beans dropped in, <laughs> you know. Get, get yourself a little bean dropper. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> oh, that just changed my whole week. Uh, I, think, I think I want to turn into Johnny Beanie Seed, and I'm just going to go around plant walk bean across seeds. the country. <laughs> Just throwing beans, bushes, baked and, beans around, and not like plantable beans, bushes, just, baked just beans. Bushes, yeah. Gosh, you... spreading the word. I hope oh, that no. Jay or whatever his name is, Jay Bush or whatever. I don't know. What's the dog's name again? Duke. Duke. I hope Duke at least hears what we're uh, saying Duke, and sponsors Duke died. us. Remember? Oh. I hope Duke comes back and from the dead yeah. and haunts the factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then tells everyone, hey, Chill Filter, it's bringing you in business. Like half your business. So when Duke died, we took over. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yeah. Um, speaking of golden retrievers, what is your rating, Robbie, on the bourbon? Um, I like the bourbon more for sure. Um, mm. Assuming this is you know fairly well priced i would i think i i would get a bottle um i'm going to give it a 7.5 okay that's like pretty it. close to my rating i like it um i wouldn't mind having a bottle on the shelf i think mm. one of the cool things though is it's a good talking point too like you i mean totally. they're doing something different something and proprietary maturation so mhm so I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it myself a 7.4, which I had in mind before you said that. Um, I I think it is better than a rye. Uh, you know, an extra 18 months or, or an extra 21 months uh, might add a little something. Uh, it's got something good going on. Um, the butterscotch is pleasant. Uh, I don't know the price. I wish I did. But I'm not going to make up something and say that, you know, an inaccuracy and saying, well, the price is 15 bucks. And then Steve comes around and he's like, hey, it's not 15 bucks. It's 1599. And then <laughs> I hurt in the inside. And uh, so 7.4. I don't know the price, but I do think this is. OK, worth so- trying. Yeah. So uh, Total Wine has, it's a different label. It's a blue label, but Bespoken Spirits Bourbon Whiskey is- Is it a 375? It's 375 and it's 32. For the bourbon? Ah. For a bourbon. It's not the bourbon we're drinking. It might be. Is it straight? Uh, Oh, you know, I don't care. Who cares? I mean- what you do in your own the privacy of your own bedroom is not my business. Yeah, exactly. And with that, we will send it to <laughs> Whiskey World News. And we're back. What's going on, guys? It's part of the show where we read an article, we talk about it. We call it Whiskey World News. Nice. That was was that animated enough? Super animated. Oh my goodness. All right. You didn't do any zoomy tricks. Oh, I should next time. Whiskey World News. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one comes from ABC News. And it was written Ooh, by ABC. Bruce Schreiner. This was all over the internet about 15 minutes ago. 
Oh, was it the uh, fire or the uh, the the explosive at Buffalo Trace? Did that happen again? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, look at that zoomy effect. No. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, I didn't see that. But it's report American whiskey exports starting to rebound. Mm. Gotcha. American whiskey exports battered by tariffs and COVID nineteen pandemic started rebounding in twenty twenty one, but still just have a more ground to make up to fully recover an industry group said experts of bourbon tennessee whiskey and rye whiskey reached 975 million in 2021 up 15 percent from the prior year according to a report issued by distilled spirits council of the united states last year's total was still down 18 percent from the record high exports about 1.2 billion in 2018 american whiskey distillers caught up in a transatlantic trade fight causing deep drops in exports to the european union the industry's biggest overseas market the eu imposed a relative retaliatory tariff on those spirits in mid-2018. In response to then-President Donald Trump's decision to slap tariffs on European steel and aluminum, a deal was reached in 2021 to suspend those tariffs on whiskey on American spirits. U.S. spirits exports are beginning to bounce back, and that's definitely a positive sign. But the value of 2021 exports remains far below levels achieved before the 2018 retaliatory tariffs kicked in, Rob Marin, the Council Vice President of International Trade, said. But as American whiskey producers work to regrow EU market share, the sector still faces a retaliatory tariff in another key market, the United Kingdom, which Ooh. continues to curtail growth. And I'll go ahead and stop there. But Cole, any thoughts? Yeah. Part of me is like a little sad. That... Part of you is very grainy. You messed with your camera. Oh, oh, really? Just came back. Oh, now you're okay, back. Cool. Okay. Uh, part of me is really grainy that... Uh... I like part of me is like bummed out that we are exporting more because like I want to keep all the bourbon in the U.S. Yeah, uh, but I also want to share the wealth, share good things with the world. Uh, I'm a nice guy, and I ask good questions. <laughs> and um, and my good question like is, you. why can't the world have good whiskey too? When I went to uh, good Paris American recently, whiskey, right before COVID, I went to Paris. Right before um, Sweet Paris, you took over as uh, co-host, mm-hmm. um, yep. and there and were actually found, quite a bit of American Buffalo whiskey. Trace Experiment bottle yeah, one sixteen, uh, no sixteen, bottle sixteen. One fifteen was what John sent us, which was like almost as good. That was it, good, great bottle, in a different man. way. Yeah, it was. yeah. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm down to make it a worldwide thing, and I'm not in charge of that. Donald Trump made a lot of decisions on that, and retaliatory things happened from that, which shows a lot about uh, retaliatory tariffs are interesting. It shows a lot about what's going on. <laughs> it's kind of uh, like, I'm taking my ball home. Yeah, well, you know what? You don't get You're- the ball next time you come here. Yeah. Retaliatory tariffs. Am I right? It's oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like, you know, we're we're in the middle of a Ukraine John right now. And uh <laughs> and I guess that it. let me let me uh let me back up. John with the highest respect for what's going on, at least in the Ukraine, not with respect to what's going on on the Russian side. Um retaliatory things are interesting shows a lot about what people think about people totally what's your thoughts oh i'm a similar thought it was just kind of like i want to keep the good stuff i actually not similar opposite i want to keep the good stuff here because i was thinking even thinking today like i don't really even enjoy whiskey hunting anymore like i just don't hard man because it's just i i I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't know. At the point I am in life with small children, yep. I don't, it's not always easy just to leave the house and go hit up a couple shops. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. And then it's like, I don't know the way. Keep the, the way, whiskey in the whiskey. Yeah. That's keep that's the whiskey my, where it started. No, I'm kidding. That's a inaccuracy. Yeah. Steve whiskey did, didn't start in the U S. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know. Whoops, I just boinged the door stopper. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of my thing. Is I 
I'm fine either way. But good. I mean, people, it, you know, go America, make money. And with that, we'll switch it over to what whiskey <laughs> would you choose? Can you give the results from last week, Robbie? I can, but you got to give me a second here, man. Let's yeah. give him a second. Let's talk about the color of this whiskey oh, for a second. It's, it's a darker ter- than I would expect for a... Uh, oh, terracotta's a good note. Or a good that was a, that was a one. Note. I can't remember what we were talking. It was one of our articles where they kept referring to it as a beautiful terracotta. And I've never... mm. All right. Anyway, last week we talked about what whiskey will you never buy again? And coincidentally, I went with a whiskey that we were drinking that day, which is, in my opinion, one of the worst. I do not like it with Pendleton. Who won? And you Cole, what well, Cole got? <laughs> Not many people have had third edition of. Uh... Well, no, no, you didn't win. You didn't oh, win. Okay. You got, you lost. You got to okay. let me explain. Go There's on. a process here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> lot, lot forty, cask strength edition three, and I won because more people had Pendleton. Yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, that being said, if I saw a bottle of lot forty cask, that, that bottle, I would probably buy it just because I'm like. It's, it was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hub it or what, but it was still yeah. good. Pendleton? I don't know. No, I'm not going to get it. Probably better than Pendleton. Um, oh, it absolutely is. All right. Some write-ins. Whiskey Workshop said Pikesville Rye. Never had mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, you? Pikesville is actually... I like Pikesville. Do you? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a honey honey on the on the rye. And Oops. then... Uh... That was the sound <laughs> of making money. Cole just sold another macaroni Nicholas. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> 5.0 fat boy. Uh, Jerome, Jerome Edwards. Edwards said, I'm from Chicago and we have this stuff called Malort vomit emoji, vomit emoji. <laughs> nice. You ever had Malort? No, I never had it. No. Uh, Nathan Anthony uh, went with few rye. Never been happy to pour something down the drain. And Yo, Nathan, you <clears> understand <throat> so far about my opinion on few. Although the Our bourbon opinion, was worse, a, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So I'm with him there. All the, that being said, I won't ever pour a whiskey down the drain. Like, I'll I'll, I'll pour it into a two. Pour uh, it up your butt. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, rating? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Then we I'll, really I'll, earned it. Then I'll have to schwitz it out. Yeah. And get all the sweat off me. Um, That's fine. Madtown Marketer said larceny. Now I have I my first experience with larceny. I did not like it, but it was early in my whiskey journey. I think I would like it now. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to try it, but I I can see where you're coming. Basic larceny. I yeah. Uh, Brian Rapp, Isaac Bowman, port finished. So I respect Brian Rapp, but I love their port finish. I think it is fantastic from Ace with Bowman, and I'm not even just saying that. Like, it's one of those things. It's like. I think we probably should do like a what whiskey would you choose at some point of like what is your favorite or least favorite finished whiskey or better yet uh what is a what is a whiskey that you like <clears throat> that is not liked by a lot of other people gotcha yeah. okay and then uh Marco and Casey went with Red Stag so yeah totally. that's for our writers yeah. what do you got for us this week Cole what's this Here's week's what whiskey would you choose what I got all right, here we go. Um, so we have mentioned many a time on this podcast that certain pours might be the best with ice. And uh, so one of them might be like Redbreast Cast Strength 12 Year. Great pour with ice. I mean, it is insanely uh, refreshing. What is, and maybe some of our listeners don't like pouring or putting ice in their whiskey, but maybe it's worth trying. But for those who have tried with some ice, what is one of your favorite pours that is best with ice? So, Robbie, what do right. you think? I want you to go first on this. Okay, one, I'll go first. Uh, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. I'm taking I'll my ball and I'm going want, home. Um, it's a retaliatory <laughs> response. You it's a retaliatory tariff. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Redbreast 12 cast strength. Oh. It's just refreshing and it's delicious okay. and it's okay. better with ice. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go a little alternate route here because Ooh. obviously, uh, Yamazaki 17, oh, 18, 18. God, I always do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was even trying not to do it. I was like, yeah, say, say, okay. Do it right. Do it right. Robbie is like, is phenomenal. Yeah, oh totally. But it's but an it's... obvious answer, so I'm going to go a little less obvious on this. Okay. One. And well, I'm going to add a little bit more. Year. 
I'm going to add a little bit more to it. Okay. I'm going to go doers on ice with a little bit of club soda. Ooh. I I added a little bit. But doers. (laughs) I barely knowers. (laughs) Barely newers. Yeah. Um, Go to the bathroom and do a manures. Now I'm pooping in the bathroom. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's what I mentioned before, like, Going to the movie, like the alcoholic movie theater, yeah. I like to get a couple of those. They last a long time. I think They're you're about nice to say cheap. I like to get wasted. <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> movie theater. That's yeah, like me. That. Yep. They come around. They got to sweep up all the popcorn and throw me over their shoulder and take me yeah. to the drunk tank. Yeah. So. so if you are on Instagram this week, please hit us up with what's your favorite ir and not Irish your favorite iced pour. Um, and we're interested to what's what you would choose between us, but also what you would choose personally. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, this week I uh-huh. have been tasked with what we're drinking next week, and it is simple, it is great, and we're gonna be choosing between two Indian whiskeys. Uh, so we're actually we have two Indian whiskeys on the on deck uh, to 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 run against. You know, each other. yeah, have... that makes sense. It's it's March. St. Patrick's Day is yeah. coming up. We're drinking Indian. Oh crap! Now we still got time before St. Patrick's Day. We're gonna do an Irish next or the yeah. week after. Yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> let's put it between Amroot Fusion, which is a hundred proof. And then we're going to put that between Paul John Peated, which Ooh. is 55%, 110 proof. So we'll keep an eye out on Instagram this week. We're going to put it between those two. And we're interested to see what you will pick. It's an Indian whiskey. Either way, India is actually really killing it in the single malt scene. Uh, oh, so um, we're talking geography. No, yeah, yeah. India is a country in the mm-hmm. south of Asia. And uh, and that's that. So, uh, Robbie, no, yeah, go ahead. Robbie, I hope you know what continents are continents this week. And Cole, I hope you're not incontinent and you have continents. Oh, I hope I'm continent. All right. (laughs) But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. You're both idiots! Sweet!